0: This episode of Pop Punk and Pizza is sponsored by melodic punk band Hangtime out of Toronto, Canada. Since their formation in 2009, they've continually managed to deliver hook after hook of slick vocal melodies and sugary harmonies. Now, the band's two most recent EPs, Destroy and Invasion, have now been pressed into one vinyl LP, which you can buy right now via Say Ten Records and Dental Records. If you're in Canada, snag your copy at Dental Records If you're in the US like me, buy yours at say dash the number ten You can follow the band on Facebook, Instagram, and Bandcamp at hangtime band. And of course their music is on all streaming platforms as well. Here's a clip of Hangtime's song Too Many Days. Too many days too many I
1: wait to sleep alone Too many days I'm waiting for your call I know you said you're leaving But I couldn't think of it Too many days Too many nights
0: alone You'll hear the song in full at the end of this episode. I'm going
1: Punk Pizza with
0: Jacques Lamore. Hey, what's up? I got some really great news to start off today's episode. So I just found out a couple days ago that Pop Punkin Pizza Podcast has been named one of the top 50 podcasts for the month of January by PodcastSuggestions.com. It's a brand new website that just started up last month. And this is the very first month that they're doing this top 50 list. And we got on it. I didn't even submit for it. And... I just randomly out of the blue got a message from Nick from PodcastSuggestions.com. I got a message from him on Instagram saying, hey, congratulations, we put you on our list. And I was like, what? Whoa, like this is so flattering. And Nick had nothing but great things to say uh, about the podcast. And uh, you and I, we achieved this together. I I didn't do it. We did it. And I couldn't have done it without... Uh, Everyone's love and support. So, big thank you to you and also to Nick from Podcast Suggestions.com for shining a light on Pop Punk and Pizza for a month. And we were put along with so many other great podcasts, I encourage you to check out the full list. Once again, podcastsuggestions.com. So today's episode brings us to Calgary in Alberta in Alberta, Canada, excuse me to uh, Jason Sinclair. He's the lead vocalist of the fizz Gigs. Now Jay had me like literally, <laughs> he had me literally laughing on the floor because he's such a funny guy. And, uh, the reason why he was on the podcast is because FizzGigs released a special two-song EP this past fall called Hit and Miss, and all profits from the release are being donated to Kids Help Phone which is Canada's only 24-7 e-mental health service, offering free confidential support in both English and French to young people. So uh, we talk about that, which is very important. And uh, Canadian stereotypes, (laughs) that's where the laughing comes in. And we also ended up talking about politics just a tad, because the day I recorded this conversation was the same day That the storming of the United States Capitol happened and it was just so hard not to at least acknowledge it. And we don't like completely dive and get all crazy into politics, but we, we touch on it. You know, we don't get all nutty about it. So I, I don't think it's anything you're going to be like, Oh God, you know, but it was hard not to talk about when it was literally unraveling right at that moment as I was recording this. So anyway, let's check it out. Jay Sinclair of the Fizz Gigs. So Jay, it's great to have you here, man. Great to meet you. Um, the Fizz Gigs, I really like uh, the way you guys sound. And thanks, you man. Know, you're welcome. And I will say though, I have never heard the term chainsaw pop. Until the fizz gigs Like I've never heard That reference before Truth bomb or, for
2: you I've never heard that term Until I read it In our synopsis That somebody <laughs> <else wrote>. so, <laughs> so The amount of times I get asked it I'm like fuck I don't know man like, fun, it's, dude. A, it's, a, it's a word And he put another word With it It's just fuck uh, It's like anything else I don't know What's anything Until somebody makes it up I don't fucking oh, know Oh that's great no man Well you know,
0: know. You you must be uh, The pioneers of it then Of of chainsaw <laughs> sure,
2: sure for sure better or worse hopefully uh for the I latter was, not the former but
0: <laughs> yeah i was just really curious like where the term chainsaw pop comes from i've just ne- I have, like I, I said i've never heard I, uh,
2: yeah yeah sorry i uh <clears throat> i asked dean about it to our, our bass player and he's just mm-hmm. like I, I can't remember what i, I was half cut when he told me and i just i was like oh the, yeah yeah i don't think i quite understood but i was just like i mean what the fuck who cares? I mean, it's just a word, right?
0: Right. I I, kinda, I
2: I think of like the the you know, the allegory of like the the like like the uh, the starting of a chainsaw, but then I couldn't put that together and I'm thinking I'm like, like the the actual sound of it, but yeah,
0: yeah, um, I,
2: I just like so we sound like a like an old chainsaw and he's just like <laughs> well you know but pop though. I'm just like
0: what is a pop chainsaw like instead of like it's like uh, i almost feel like you guys need to send sense that's being used to describe you guys i feel like that should be like like a signature like on every ep or album that you guys put out there's got to be like a chainsaw to like start the album and then like to end oh, nice. it there has to be like that or some kind of whatever a chainsaw pop sounds like. It just what is that to... the,
2: What was that band, that Canadian band that did that? I don't know if they're Canadian, maybe they weren't Canadian, but it's like the chainsaw and the guy played it. Was it Helix? Was it Helix that played the chainsaw? I don't know. I actually... I think it was Helix. I,
0: I never heard that until now, but that's pretty badass. Yeah, as soon as we get off
2: this, <laughs> you should look it up and just like chainsaw blues like, I think it's Helix. Okay. And it's like he does an entire solo using the tones of the chainsaw, which which i think is very different than chainsaw pop (laughs) but i'll I'll take it though if the if if we're we're looking for analogies i mean we're like helix except pop right (laughs) without way less way less uh you know t-shirts off kind of hairless chests and you know long flowing
0: hair i guess uh i guess you could say canadians like their chainsaws I,
2: I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I don't quote me, it. I actually don't know if they're Canadian or not, but I'm pretty sure it yeah. was Helix. Helix
0: well, I'm just gonna Google Helix real quick yeah. to see. Is just, Helix
2: just Chainsaw Rock song? You'll you'll find it. Like a, they can't be more. Is, is
0: Helix actually Canadian though? Do you yeah. know that part? I don't know that part. I feel okay. like they are though. Like I feel it.
2: hmm What's um, it saying? It's pretty slow internet, man. <laughs>
0: no, I'm. I'm just. I'm, I'm just reading. Joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm. I'm googling. He. How do. You, how do they spell helix? H e l i x. Okay, because so of course you'll see a
2: line I, six pedal or something like that. I was going to say one.
0: That's what I thought when I was going to Google it, this. I'm just going to get nothing but line six shit, yeah. Um, yeah. which is pretty much all I'm getting. I'm not even getting. Maybe I should type in helix band. Yeah. Maybe that'd be better. Um, I'm going to find it hold on yeah here. i'm
2: this is uh this is gonna blow people this is so interesting for the it... Listen audience. <laughs> <laughs> it really is yeah I mean... we're gonna search this song and uh...
0: <laughs> well someone old, is hold tight hold tight here hold tight. <laughs> someone someone uh... is probably listening to this yelling right now saying yeah, it's like this is fuck. what saying <laughs> okay I it, it, it is helix did you find it i found helix they have heavy metal
2: christmas oh yeah this is totally the band um, I just got to find the
0: chainsaw song. Oh God! Yeah, I mean, Google Long Way is, to
2: Heaven. I think is the
0: the first album. I probably should have... see. I started with Google. That was probably my first problem. Um, and I'm High now I'm on YouTube. Kicks, there's a
2: whole lot of that one. Yeah.
0: Chainsaw. Yeah,
2: okay. So I don't know if this is the chainsaw song, but uh, that's definitely a Canadian rock band. So yeah, let's uh, okay. This chainsaw, this chainsaw rock song. See if I can find this one. Jackal. Okay, the band is Jackal. The so band it's a is very consonant sounding name. So I, 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 I know apologize from all the people at home going. It's not fucking Helix. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? It's Jackal, and it's called the Lumber the, Lumberj- the
0: Lumberjack. Oh my god! So Jackal, nineteen ninety two. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a killer track. Man. <laughs> it's a my deep, god, it's a real Let's, deep cut. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's that's going back going back a ways, but before the uh, the pandemic, I know these guys used to play in in my area all the time. Jackal did, yeah. That's fucking um, awesome, man. Yeah. Um, I'm just like I I want to like listen to this right now. I don't. I, I, it's hard not to be enamored. I understand. Yeah, you know, classic. uh, yeah. Yep, that's the classic blues riff. Yeah. When you um, get it,
2: when yeah, it's gonna A D ish and then you get to that solo though, man. It's just fucking full
0: balls, dude. This video is fucking weird. <laughs> it's fucking wild. What the hell is going on here?
2: funny thing is, is that anybody who looks at FizzGigs gigs, like, oh, let's see what Chainsaw Rock is. I think that's what they called it. Chainsaw. It's <laughs> no, like, that's Chainsaw the first Pop. thing. That's the first thing that's gonna come up. though Is Jackal. I'm just like, what the fuck is this?
0: i'll have to finish that later my god that's so (laughs) yeah it's really ran off the rails i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) no this is this is what makes podcasts awesome man this thing has um over 8 million views how could it not how (laughs) could it not like i said it's the
2: number one hit like you look it up like you know is it chainsaw really saw, a number rock, one well, hit? If you Let's, put Chainsaw Rock Song in Google, that'll be the first thing that pops up. I guarantee it. Let's
0: see. Chainsaw Rock Song. Yeah. And the winner is? Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's yeah, the first is, thing yeah. that pops <laughs> up. Okay, now here's... um. Oh, this is funny. Here's a video of Jackal doing the song Acoustic. Apparently with a chainsaw... And this video is actually and from.
2: Trimmer, like a <laughs>
0: And apparently, this video is from a, a radio station that's not too far from me. Um, it's actually just like an hour north. Oh, that's fantastic. Of, Or actually, well, maybe more than an hour north, a couple hours. So now it's going to be the Weird stool meets Jet. So
2: I got to see. I got to see if they actually. Drowned? I have so many questions about this. How is he not drowning out the rest of the acoustic instruments with the
0: pearl chainsaw? <laughs> Right, I'm trying to see if there's actually a chainsaw in this. I thought it'd be like a head trimmer, like a battery powered head trimmer,
2: because it's acoustic, you know, so he's not going to bring the Oh my god, he up. does
0: have the chainsaw! Oh, here we go. Here we go. He's got it in his hand right now. Oh yeah. Alright, yeah, come better on. Crank, better crank, crank those acoustics, fellas, you're not going to get over that DD. Right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. My God. He's... Cr- okay, he's trying to... Yep, there he goes. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a snorter,
2: man. You made me snort. Oh, God. Wow.
0: Yeah, in the middle of a radio station. Yeah, if you asked me if this is what we'd be
2: talking about this far into the podcast before I started, I'd be like, there's no...
0: We'd be watching an wow. all
2: acoustic version of Jackal doing the lumberjack. Yeah. Now, wh- why the fuck would we be doing that? Doesn't what?
0: There's no I mean context. to give them credit, I never would have uh, thought that song would be a formed, uh, performed acoustically, especially I, yeah. with a chainsaw. I'm super so, impressed. Now this goes back this video's from two thousand ten. Um and it was done at uh, the radio station ninety five Will Rock, which is not that far from Chicago. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's, it's like on the, uh, it's like on the border of like Wisconsin, Chicago sort of, um, and they love, uh, they love their lumberjack and they love their, lumberjack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. So, yeah, um, so, in yeah. case anyone was wondering, there actually <laughs> is like, you know, uh, unlike the fizz gigs who, go by apparently chainsaw popping don't even don't even have a chainsaw. There actually is a band that actually uses a chainsaw. We're total so. posers. We're total I was gonna say you're posers, man. Pose.
2: Ch- in the chainsaw, like the home, you know, sort of garden equipment sort of subgenre niche, we're we're fucking posers. <laughs> like we just we just Remember? jumped on. We just latched on to Jackal started, man. <laughs>
0: I mean, that was the thing, dude In the 90s and the 2000s the That was like one of the big terms Remember? Poser? Everyone like Oh, they're posers You know, they're not real punk rockers They're just a bunch of posers
2: And I feel like you I've know? been a poser in like several different genres Over the course of my life <laughs> Yeah, like what I other a,
0: genres have I think have... I was a
2: crust punk poser for a while Then I was probably <laughs> a, one of those little Like karate, hardcore kid posers For a while, I was definitely oh, yeah. no poser for a while
0: Dude. All
2: the le- all the different levels and colors of <laughs> punk rock. That's what I called them. You, you just went with them.
0: Yeah, yeah. He was I posered every single one though. That that was something that um I always thought like, so I I've always been I've always stuck close to, you know, punk rock. Whether it was pop punk or it was like ska punk, you know. Sure. Um, and I never really like when. You know, the the whole emo scene in the two thousands exploded. I never hopped on the bandwagon, um, like all my other friends did. And then once the that whole thing was over with, then they all jumped to like I don't know what the hell was after that. It was um, like this
2: post rock, like prog post hardcore yeah. shit yeah Which is I, it was really good i mean again i like yeah. the, the emo stuff got me because as, as i i this sounds cheesy but as a songwriter i just like the uh the parts i like the guitar mm-hmm. parts i like the minor melodic stuff and i mean didn't care for a lot of vocals you know didn't care for a lot of theatrics mm-hmm. and I, i'm talking like the thursday kind of era you know that that second not like rights of spring and that going that far back to like the mm-hmm. first first wave emo but like you know mm-hmm. the actual stuff that was good, but the stuff that came out in sort of the late '90s, when 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 my older bands were playing Warped Tour and stuff like that, and some of those newer bands that were coming out were new at the time, like Thursday and and I guess Thrice would sort of drifted into that 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 realm a little bit. You know when they went yeah. off in that direction. So I I just like the parts. You know, so again, mm-hmm. some some of the stuff was was a big fan of. wasn't a big fan of the theatrics and the uh, the whatnots. But uh, we had we had a chance to meet a lot of those guys, and they're actually pretty yeah. cool dudes. So I mean, like. Yeah.
0: I'm not talking shit or anything. No, I um, mean, I can, you can talk yeah. shit all
2: you want,
0: man. I I don't want anyone to get the wrong impression. I'm definitely not like talking shit about anyone like who actually loves that music or any of the bands that were in that scene. Um, I just know there were all, there's, there's always been like that group of people that I know that they just like hop on each, Trend, You know what I mean? That that's going on. So like, you know, after the whole punk rock and and ska and pop punk thing was over, then, yeah, they jumped on the Thursday and the thrice. And then, like I said, after that, you know, and, you know, just kept going, they would just keep jumping on these different, you know. So don't waves. feel bad, like,
2: we already established a precedent of uh, that we're posers in all those genres anyway, so I mean, <laughs> including myself, so I mean, who's going to call us on that? It's like, you said the wrong thing, man! It's like, I said I'm uh, a poser, what more do you want from me?
0: Uh, you can't trust yeah. anything I say, because I, I'm a poser. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I've already, <laughs> we've already established that early on. Oh, anything God. after
2: this is just jibber-jabber, you know, we're just having yeah. some
0: fun. Yeah, Well, you know, at least you your <laughs> Well, at least your posers doing something great, uh, because you know your most recent release, um, the the two song EP you put out, um, is uh, actually a, a fundraiser for yeah. uh, Kids Help Phone, which since I'm a you know United States citizen, I mm-hmm. I don't know you know much about things like this, but learning about it, I'm like wow, this is a a really cool um organization yeah um so i guess to uh, so for people that are like me and have no idea what the hell uh kids help phone is it's a um it's like a 24 7 hotline but also like internet um Started
2: started as a phone line like back in the i believe late 70s early 80s it's always been something that we've you know like everybody you know not make like jokes about it as a kid. It's like, oh, you're gonna call hit kids help phone, but it was just part of the lexicon and like the, you know, of Canadian life. And um when the pandemic hit, we kind of looked at something, it's like obviously we we're like, okay, we're sitting here with a thumbs up our asses. We do have the ability, we have studios at home, we have means to be able to do something. Just doing shows just for for the sake of doing shows or like a live show or something, just seemed kind of just sort of off off. I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but like. Just kind of not, it didn't feel like I was reading the room properly, right? So mm-hmm. we want to do something. If we like you know, do something. And yeah. kids out phone, especially like in the neighborhood I live here in Calgary, which is fairly blue collar, but there's a lot of like you know domestic abuse. There's a lot of kids that don't have situations where they can get away. And being locked down, of course, in the situation we've been in the last year, there's no escape, right? They can't go to their friend's place. They can't get away. They can't meet up with her, you know, they don't have that reprieve. So Kids Help Phone kind of is that lifeline. And they, like I said, started as a phone line and now obviously... The wave of the future, you know, and it jumped into the uh, the you know uh, being accessible online and write text and anonymously and and so for uh, again a lot of young people, not just kids, it, it is a lifeline for for you know people suffering from depression, suicidal thoughts, and obviously in this last year, it's been exponentially greater than it's ever been before. So we're trying to do our thing and and put together some songs, and then we you know did the benefit song and and called a bunch of our friends and. You know, reached out to a bunch of other Canadian artists and see if they wanted to to join in for the video and sort of do a collab on it. And it actually ended up being super cool. And we were super heartwarmed by uh, the response.
0: So, yeah, yeah, I mean, you've got members of what? Some 41, The Creep Show. Yeah, Chris uh, flat-liners. flatliners, Hot
2: Water Music. Yeah. And um, uh, Danko Jones was another Canadian um, huge rock artist that we were super stoked to have. Uh, guys from one shot left KJ from chicks dig
0: it. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. So, so how did they, how do, how do they fit into the song? What did they contribute
2: so what we did is we did it the the release that we just did that was the the full cover of us doing the actual version that we started out with and then when we did the original video for it that we released a few months or three months before this um that's when we got the guy scott giffen who did the uh, produce the the two the two tracks and also do their last record and reached out to all these different artists and say hey it'd be cool to put together a video and sort of raise awareness for this cause so you know by you know, our lowly little band, we, we can, we can do what we can, but I mean, if we can kind of twist some arms and see if we can get out there and, uh, and get some other people that have a little more pull and a little more draw, something has a little more media attention, then um, you can get some attention to the the cause. And uh, again, totally humbled and and flattered by the people that that reached out. And we actually had more people reach out than we had lines in the song. So, <sighs> you know, there was talk of doing another one eventually, but uh, you know, we'll get through this one first and, and see where that goes. So.
0: Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. I know this was just released in, in November. So, um, not, not terribly long ago. Um, yeah. But, but it is impressive, um, how many people got together for, for this, um, uh, for this song. Is this the real life? Um, and it, it sounds great. Um, and, and it goes perfectly. Just so you don't
2: get caught by the, uh, and get caught in another poster. It's, is this real? <laughs> so if you say, is this real life? Someone's the wrong or, uh, thing uh, yeah i you think you don't you're... get anything you poser you <laughs> yes. didn't even listen to the song <laughs> i told you that guy man i told you sorry i'm just
0: making up sorry a sorry I'm, I'm i have I'm, no idea I'm, yeah that uh they're, they're thinking that guy's just stuck on queen yeah you know man. Well, thank you for correcting me, though. because oh, sorry, sorry. Quick, I, I didn't even—I didn't even realize I said "life" at the end of it. <laughs> I was just about.
1: It's just this fantasy, right? It
0: was like, I, was right I was just about it. to jump in, yeah, so. <laughs> Oh God. Um, so sorry. You know, wait, no, no, no. You're you're all good um, now. The, talking um, about um, the uh, the kids' help phone. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Do you know how much money you've raised so far? Or like, are the are the is it doing well? Or do we need to like beef the fuck up out of this thing? Like, do we need? It to... is
2: done well. I would never say no to beefing it the fuck up because as much as we've done, obviously we can do tons more. So yeah. I don't have those numbers. I could see that's me scrambling with my fake papers. <laughs> I don't have those numbers in front of me. <laughs> um, Daddy. Give me those numbers. I don't know. I can
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry. My, my assistant uh, yeah, is my not assistant, here. Yeah, she's just. He's, I don't know. She she's yeah. out getting me my uh, my caramel latte.
2: Yeah, you know this coffee.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm with, so
2: sorry, but anyway, I don't have those numbers. But uh, <laughs> you but know they're how fantastic it is. You can't numbers. Though. You yeah.
0: you can't find good help these days. You know, yeah, you I mean, can't depend on your assistant to get you a a good uh, caramel latte
2: my wife comes in behind me and she's like did you just call me your assistant and dumps the coffee (laughs) on my head it's like there Uh, you go asshole
0: real funny uh, for your podcast
2: aren't you Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh
0: (laughs) oh god I love this um so do you do you personally know have any um stories to, to share about the kids help phone organization uh either stories that that you've been told just by working with the organization or um maybe um, from family or friends or band members or yourself
2: i mean i think if you you reached out to to anybody in canada they would have somebody that they have some sort of connection to it or something that's helped i can speak from a personal standpoint uh that i you know it it's it's funny to talk about because the first knee jerk feeling that I get on it is embarrassment to actually admit it, you know what I mean, but it, mm-hmm. it, it shouldn't be, and that's the stigma that holds people back from actually reaching out and doing it so right. when i when I was sixteen i I was doing a ton of drugs, I was doing anything I'd get my hands on, mostly acid and speed and and sort of super into that scene at that time, and had a bunch of family problems and and, and whatnot and and I actually Uh, attempted a suicide and ended up in the hospital for, for a couple of weeks and, and almost succeeded. And I found the struggle of dealing with the aftermath of that, of, of getting through it and sort of the embarrassment of thinking it was like, I don't want people to feel different about me because I think it was a suicide thing. I'd rather they just think I was fucked up because I was, I was all fucked up on drugs when it happened. Right. But I, I was very cognizant of all this I was attempting to do. And, and, You know, and I didn't have that lifeline. I would talk to psychologists, but I felt it was set up and it was sort of just like, I'm doing this for my parents and I'm doing this for the system for this so they can say I'm okay. I needed something or someone to talk to that would just, I could just be normal and just say, this is legit how I'm feeling. This is legitimately what happened to me. Here's the narrative of what I'm telling everybody. I can't keep it up. It's driving me crazy. This is what actually happened. This is what I'm actually feeling. So I I, I definitely phoned it more than a few times and, and it was definitely a good resource for me. So I, haven't told a lot of people that one before, but I maybe think it's pertinent for this. So, and I mean it again, I'm trying not to be embarrassed about it and try not to be and, and attach that stigma to it. Cause I don't want other young people to feel like I was feeling and just be like, fuck this. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to muscle my way through this. I don't want people to look at me differently. And now I, I, I can't even imagine being a young person and sort of having the all eyes on you kind of generation and sort of everything's. So being documented and how to deal with that, especially with dealing with suicidal thoughts and the things that I was going through and all that kind of depression. So, yeah, that would that would be my anecdote, I guess. And
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, thank thank God that you you did reach out to them and you, you know, for for help and for assistance. And obviously you, you must have it must have been beneficial because you're here today. Yeah.
2: And I, I um, they were definitely there when when nobody else was and and it's mm-hmm. again strange it's it, i know the tones change definitely because it's definitely uncomfortable it's a weird space for me to talk about but at the same time like uh, it's like oh it's so weird i, just, I don't <laughs> want to be triggered you know but it, it it's it's weird you know what i mean it's a weird thing to talk about but it is yeah i want but, people to think that they can talk about it yeah. and you know i've said on other podcasts before it's like fuck reach out to me you know send me a message on messenger or whatever or through the band site or whatever i'll i'll answer you back
0: if i can so right and, right. or you can call me and I'll do my character voices yeah. for you. I'll make, I'll make some up.
2: <laughs> yeah. What's the problem? <laughs> what are you depressed? <laughs> <laughs> well, you want me to send you a flower? Would that help? I'm oh, sorry. I don't know where that one came from. I got, uh, I got, I can do I can, yeah, we can do this all day.
0: Uh, no, that, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> you know, you could get a side gig doing, you know, doing, some, uh, voice, uh, some, ad doing ads. some I've actually some, done like some cartoon voices or something.
2: I've never done cartoons before but uh, I would kill to do that. I've done I have done some voice work for um I used to work for a a smaller sort of music franchise, a guitar store franchise and they were uh-huh. a bunch of ad time and they said the boss is this italian guy and he just came out and he's like yo jay you, you're really funny you really you got a really good, funny voice you got, you're, put, you're like two hundred dollars and we're gonna get you on the get you on the radio and anybody who's listening that actually knows this guy will be like oh my fucking god that's like nailed him anyway that's exactly um, what he said was yeah, he like exactly, little he, no, was he like he's, a little yeah, he's italian short, guy short little portly sure. guy who's like always alluded to using the mob, but like you know like come on you like you're not like you just you're a guitar store but you know at the same time you know if these guys mess with us you know it's one of those kind of guys so uh, he got me, he said, We're gonna we've got a bunch of studio time because they had a recording studio that was attached to the store, and they're like, We're gonna put you in there, and I just want you to start riffing and do all these characters. And <sighs> I had this one where I was doing the ing direct guy, like save your money, like that guy against this IKEA guy versus the Spence du- G- Diamonds guy that was a local ad campaign and was kind mm-hmm. of pantomiming them. And it actually got into this weird battle where the the Spence Diamonds character guy or the guy who was doing that heard our ad because it's on the same radio station and got all pissed off about it and then they did a commercial. It's like, you better watch out. You, you want to buy a guitar for your loved one instead of a diamond ring. It's going to go like this. Like with a guitar it's like trying to take the piss out of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Then gosh. we would do another one after that and just be like, well, they say the diamonds are your best friend, but uh, nobody ever got off stage on it with a diamond in their ass or something like that. Like we just had some. to <gasps> <laughs> stupid ass like you know oh rebuttal to it and it just yeah so but i would kill to do a cartoon so if anybody's got a cartoon out there and they want some free voice work i would i'll, I'll give you i'll give you voices for days
0: that would be fun man yeah it's always fun doing doing uh different voices and stuff um because i do uh radio commercial uh production as well and um it's fun when i'm given something where. I, yeah, I get to like make up my own voice or make up a character or whatever, you know, it's always a good time. I think my favorite is probably doing like the, the American Southern accent and like, you know, being a hick, you know, being a, a hillbilly. That's probably one of my favorites, you know, to do.
2: We, uh, y- y- do you, uh the, uh, the Canadian one is, is the one anytime we went on tour with American Ben, that was just like, we almost drifted into it just because we'd watched them get a kick out of it. Um, I remember being on tour with Lagwagon in South America, and every we had to fly to every stop, and and every time we were on the flight, this Joe would look over at me, just like, so uh, what you doing over here? Oh, we're just going down there, to, uh, take our take the uh, runway down, and we're just gonna zip right up there and take the number one all the way there, and then you know give her some right nut when she get to the end there, and just, and just <laughs> he'd just be like pissing himself, and it wasn't even that funny, but it was just the reaction. <laughs> I was just like, wow, these guys really. <laughs> get a kick out of this, and just like do it again, do it again. Oh,
0: fuck, so is just
2: that- grab the, the two wheeler and just fucking run her up to the road there, <laughs>
0: <and just fucking laughs> dude. I mean, that's because I can't tell you how many times. <clears throat> oh, um, it's
2: legit, man. It's it's legit. <clears throat>
0: Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'm guilty of like doing that same accent that, that, um, that backroad Canadian accent, whatever the heck you want to call it, you know, um, the, you know, the, don't you know, and all that, you know, that
2: one's really, it's funny about it is it's way more like North Dakota that really, Oh, don't you know, they're Margie that one, like the one that, you know, that gets that kind of Canadiana, but there is a lot of, you know, there's not a ton of difference between the people of Manitoba. You know, Southern Manitoba and the people that are, you know, North Dakota, so right in um, Minnesota and that kind of area. So it is sort of all inherent to that kind of area. But if you watched Letter Kenny, I don't know if you had that show. If you ever watched that on, if you've got. I never watched it's, Letter Kenny. I've heard of it though. It's it's really fucking funny. If you've been to Canada and if you've been to small town Ontario, that is that's that's as close as it gets. That's as legit it as really? it gets. Yeah, it it's fucking stupid. It's a really funny show though.
0: <laughs> so what's the premise of Letter
2: Kenny? It's it's a town of 5,000 people, and they just, there's these four guys that just wax poetic about things and stuff in the Canadian accent.
0: Oh and God! And then usually
2: there's a fight, and there's a hockey game and stuff like that. Like it's. Oh, it's, there
0: has to be a hockey game. Oh, fuck
2: yeah, guy! Right. Oh, fuck yeah, guy! <laughs> yeah, I drifted right into it. It's just I didn't even didn't even think about it. Subconsciously, just, oh, fuck yeah, guy! <laughs> Fucking hack the bone. Fucking keep
0: it on the ice. Oh, I'll go back the blues. And and yeah, I was gonna say drink the blues. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Right, the, the right. That's the name of the Canadian one of the Canadian beers, Blue. Right? Is that what well, you were referencing? Blue? Or, well, yeah. Blue. Yeah. Or no, bat, I was yeah. the Blues. I was talking about the Blue Lines, but I, I forgive you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I okay. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not a big hockey guy, so you know, that one kind of just like went over my head. But yeah, I knew there was like a, a beer that had the name Blue in it or something like that.
2: Fucking find yourself outside those Blues, there, guy. <laughs> give you two minutes back at the start.
0: <laughs> I hope you're enjoying this episode with Jason Clare of the Fizz Gigs so far. Before we continue, I'd like to thank melodic punk band Hangtime for sponsoring this episode of Pop, Punk & Pizza today. Their two most recent EPs, Destroy and Invasion, have been pressed into one vinyl LP, which is out now. It's uh, not available for pre-order anymore. You can actually get it sent to your door today via Say10 Records and Dental Records. If you're in Canada, Dental Records dentalrecordscanada.bigcartel.com. If you're in the U.S., buy yours at say-10.com. You can follow the band on Facebook, Instagram, and Bandcamp at Hangtime Band, and their music is on all streaming platforms. I'm going to play Hangtime song too many days in full at the end of this episode. Now let's get back to Jay. Of the fizz gigs I'm gonna oh. I'm just gonna have I should just have you Like Record uh, uh Just a A little thing That I can just play On the podcast All the time When you know I interview oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, When for sure. I interview Canadian art Cause I interview Canadian artists All the time And I should just oh, Like randomly Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I just like Play you your going little out For a
2: dart <laughs> <laughs> You fuckers Going out for a dart Let's uh, fucking get her done
0: so, going out for a dart, what does that mean? Oh,
2: cigarette. That's uh, so oh, for those of you who are not so uh, privy okay. to the linguistic uh, challenges of the Canadian language, a dart is also a cigarette.
0: Okay. That's good to know. What's, yep. what's another like slang? Uh,
2: parka. That's your jacket. The jacket. You don't wear, yep. wear a I'm, jacket, you wear a parka. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. You got to hey, get your yeah. park. <laughs> Timmy hose. That's a good one. Timmy hose. is just coffee. Grabbing some Timmy's. Timmy hose. Is, oh,
0: like is is that Tim Hortons. Tim, Tim Hortons? I yeah. had that for the first yeah. time. Well, it's fucking uh, garbage
2: coffee. That's a funny thing about it. Really, that's no, just garbage. I mean, it's just it's just a Canadian things which just got used to. it. It's like our garbage. You know what I mean?
0: Right, and that's what I I thought when because I was in my my uh, oldest brother got married in New York, um, and we were in Jamestown, New York, mm-hmm. and they had a a Timmy Hortons. And, uh, you know, of course I, I've heard of it and I was like, I'm pretty sure this is a Canadian brand. And, um, I had it and I mean, it wasn't, to me, it didn't taste like too different from like Dunkin' Donuts, you know, like it, it wasn't too different. It's not that different. Yeah. I felt like it was about the, the same quality, you know? Um, but, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely interesting giving that a, giving that a try for the first time. Um. Cause I know, trying to remember who was. You you know what Tim Hortons
2: is? It's like I don't know what the franchise would be in the states, but you know, like those stupid franchises—they're just it's just bullshit, subpar product. But because it's become so ingrained, because you find one every butthole, tiny little town everywhere, and not like McDonald's, but it's just like that wholesome kind of thing where it's just like Tim Hortons we've got your back. You know, it's like a sunrise in the background and something like that. The a guy getting out of his truck and stretching after, oh, dad on the road. Thank God, there's a titty hose to get me through. You know, it's like that kind of place. So, and and every kid's parent who's taking out the hockey, I'm like writing the commercial for them right now too. You got I was going to
0: say, you're doing it, man. kid loading
2: up the gear with the hockey gear into the trunk early morning and then the parent comes over and she's all tired and yawning and then you got the other parent that walks over and just, she's got a Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> that looked to each other oh 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 you, you knew you knew i wanted one how did you know you must be fucking psychic oh. you know you know this i know there's a one of the six it's like i want to say it's like folgers or something like the best part of week you know
0: Yes, his folders in your cup. cup. Yeah, I remember. Um, I think it was Garth Brooks did the commercial for them one time, and he sang the the, the jingle that jingle he that we just shit sang. Out of it, man. That guy's a I fucking bet he monster, did. man. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Garth Brooks that that did that like way back in the '90s when he was. Was he Chris you know. Gaines when he did it, or was he was he was, <laughs> he, was he himself? <laughs> no, he was himself. <laughs> was he
2: himself? <laughs>
0: I'm Which for- <laughs> one are we talking to today? Uh, it's Chris
2: Man, it's Chris here, honey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god, you're cracking me up, man. Um so okay, so Timmy Timmy hose is Tim, Tim Hortons, t- yeah. T- yeah, it's it's not really that good in no. your opinion. So no. what but you drink it though. like? <laughs> I just had it the one time. Because no, I had you, to pre-drink it. it. Like, t- like,
2: I'm not yeah. going to say in the same breath, I will hold one in my hand and be like, fucking Tim Hortons is garbage. And I'm down an entire coffee with Tim Hortons logo on. There's just so, no, like, yep. Yeah, I'm is, there, drink it.
0: is there another Canadian brand of coffee yeah, but similar fucking, that's better? I don't know. There's
2: one called the Second Cup, but they're like in malls and stuff, and they're trying to be Starbucks, mm-hmm. and nobody mm-hmm. gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. No. <laughs> so, so <it's laughs> I'm like gonna get a, a mocha. I'm gonna go to fucking Starbucks. I'm not gonna go to fucking mm-hmm. Second Cup. Like, it, it always <laughs> tastes like powder. It never tastes right. They're they're trying. Mm-hmm. Their almond the milk is always bad. Look at me asking. Uh-huh. Like, they're almond milk is always bad. <laughs>
1: it's
0: you, need to, uh, it's you need soup. to. You need to. Maybe. Yolk? Maybe you need to... <laughs> oh, Yelp. Um, you need to take your your Tim Horton commercial ideas to, you know, second, second cup. cup. They need, you're right. They yeah. need to get wholesome. Yeah. If they had a wholesome
2: <laughs> commercial instead of trying to be a fucking cafe or something, whatever the fuck they're trying to be. You know what I mean? Like, they're trying to be like, oh, we're a cafe. It's come down for uh, a latte, and second cup, and you can cross your legs and use our free internet like... <laughs>
0: Cross your legs, use our free internet. There's there's the, there it is. There's the tagline. (laughs) You're welcome,
2: second cup. You're fucking welcome.
0: Where's my two hundred thousand dollars? (laughs) Exactly. Cross your legs, have a joe, use our free WiFi. So, all right, let's talk. um, Let's talk pizza in in Canada. Yeah, yeah. All right. What what do you have to say about Canadian pizza? Obviously, you've you've toured in many different parts. Of the world, so. Been around,
2: been around, yeah. Yeah. Um, I learned on many, many moons ago that uh, pizza is not from Italy. I mean, I'm sure most people knew that. I know you know it's that. It's not? But it, it Where is, is not it from? from it's an American. It's American. It's American. <laughs> we went to Italy the first Mar- time. American. American. <laughs> the, uh, uh, by, by the way, I was just watching the news. Oh. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, God. we're. Uh, Good luck, guys. I, uh, I yeah. know
2: a people down there. Good luck. You guys, Honestly, are this, but like what the it, fuck?
0: It's funny you bring that up because so I was I was prepping for my conversation with you and then the the conversation that I was having just before uh my call with you, mm-hmm. and I kept getting distracted because of Hard yeah, that dude. whole storming the capital thing, and just like, oh my god, what is going on like is this the beginning of something or is this just like something that's going to blow it's, over and you know so um, the, it's, the bat- it's really strange watching it from Canada
2: uh, we're not perfect by any means we have a whole shit ton of problems we have a fucking demigod prime minister who's trying his best I'll give him that but you he, I mean he's not perfect but it, it, the vitriol is just not the same up here and it's it's strange to watch it from above but it does seem like theater if, if that makes you feel any better it really it really objectively seems like complete political theater and just using reality as a a show you know Mm -hmm. it's like a network tv show and i don't i mean there's is there any real chance of of them taking over congress i'm i've only been to dc a couple times the fact that they got in there in the first place is kind of mind-blowing i but i I, I truly believe it's just, I looked at the pictures of the guys that walked in. And I'm like, it's guys that would pick fights at me, at the gas station. I'm like,
1: right. They're not
2: the people who are going to overthrow your government.
0: No, this is that's,
2: fucking theater. There uh, are yeah. people that can and are trying to, but I don't believe it's, it's Harry who just wants his, you know, his job back. Who's pissed yeah. off Who's whatever, you know, and it's just, you know, I want my, i my mad. Like, or, what, is, he, what are they going to do?
0: Mm -hmm. you're gonna get exactly give them
2: the nuclear football it's like give me that like it's like come on this is just
0: (laughs) yeah no and i know
2: it's fucked up i'm not trying to belittle it i'm not trying to make no you're not and and i'm not picking sides i mean i I get people's anger on both sides but it's it's uh i am never get engaged in conversations about american politics anymore typically and just purely from the standpoint that i'm canadian and if you want to talk shit about my country, I'll fucking, we'll, we'll go all day long and I'll, if you know, that's something I have some sort of effective changeover, but I mean, I can, mm-hmm. I can make a commentary, but I don't live it. So
0: yeah, it, it's, now, it's hard. So it, it's, you brought up something that I was thinking exactly about the overthrowing of the government and how the people, the, the pictures and the videos you're seeing of the people that got inside the Capitol building, et cetera. They yeah, didn't they, even know what
2: they, to do, what they got there. They didn't even think they'd get in. They didn't have a plan. Right. It's they're, just, ran!
0: Yeah, they're now not what? the... Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're not the brains. They're not the masterminds of, nope. of taking over the government and making a drastic change and overthrow and all that crap. Like, that won't happen. But the fact that they did get in there, though, is like, what the fuck? Like, how did... How did it's, that happen? It's
2: really strange, and I'll tell you, it's a really funny story. Well, not it's, it's not a funny story. Okay, it's it's an interesting story, not a funny story. We have a friend uh, who's a security officer for uh, Parliament and and the uh, the main Parliament building in Ottawa, in Canada, so where the government okay. resides. And same okay. kind of idea. same thing as Congress. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember this, but it was about five or six years ago. There's a guy that drove up with a gun right up on the lawn. Cause in Canada, there's no security that's visible out there. You can literally walk up and touch the building, you know, drove right in, came in with a gun, started, you know, you know, opening fire. I remember this. Anybody. Yes. I remember this. Yeah. This is how crazy this is. Yeah. The guy who holds, who wears a funny little frufu wig and has a little, like, almost looks like somebody on like, um, like, uh, like, like, uh, one of those old, like, um, uh, Uh, Johnny Appleseed cartoons, like that kind of Mm. outfit, you know what I mean? From colonial times with a big staff of the queen because he's opening parliament, but he also is a security guard. That fucking guy just said, oh, this guy's here. And just shot him. He's dead. And that was the end of it. And I don't, I mean, that's shitty that 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 guy had obviously mental health issues and whatever, but the fucking guy with the wig and the staff shot him. But you have guys at Congress that can get in and like are just like sort of in there. And it's like this weird sort of we don't want to interfere because they have the right to protest. But at the same time, the guy just fucking broke the window and just came in. Like it's, it's yeah, super it, it bizarre make... to watch from, from that perspective where, you know, and again, it's comical, but this guy who's this fucking, whose ceremonial role was just to hold the staff and walk up and down mm-hmm. the aisle and open parliament. Even he yeah. just watched, Oh, this guy's not, you got a gun. Oh, we should shoot this guy. Bang. And it was done. Yeah. 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 It was crazy, but it was done super fast.
0: Yeah. And what what's coming into my mind now is like, I'm thinking, I'm just guessing a lot of these people that stormed the Capitol today were potentially armed. Yep. And so I don't know if that's that, that there's a couple of reasons that could be one of the reasons why the authorities didn't do anything to stop them because they didn't want to get killed or two. It's just because they're so afraid to actually take charge with how things are in the world right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just—it's such a strange climate, yeah. political know, climate we live in, in right now. It's just—I just can't believe that that, yeah, that it happened. It, yeah, it's just—it's mind blowing. You know, they the keep and I, I know this is
2: sort of the one of those sort of. Like, I'm going to give you some relativity to make you feel better, but it, it's, um, <laughs> everything's a first until it's not. And I know that's a cheesy mm-hmm. thing, but you know, like the, you hear the day, this is unprecedented. This has never happened before. This is un, and it seems like this very like expletive and just like this bombastic and this crazy thing. But every single thing that was, you know, when Kent state happened, when they shot kids for the first time, that right. was the fucking first time that that happened too, where it was like, they're going out in national guards, killing children. They're killing university students. Unprecedented. Mm-hmm. This has never happened before. Things that change things or things that they're crux points or sort of these flash-ups are always the first things. And that's the yeah. first thing. And that's the number one thing that people say all the time. Oh, this has never happened before. Is this is unprecedented. It doesn't mean anything though. No, Cause everything's unprecedented until it happens. That's a good so, point. Yeah. No, good point there. Yeah. And, and I, I, guess and, I, I and it sucks to be going through it. I mean, it doesn't make it any, it doesn't alleviate the pain of it, but it, it's something those, those buzz terms and those, those, those ideas are just unhelpful because it doesn't mean anything. It's just like, this is just what's happening.
0: React, right. to adapt. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. You, you provide a good perspective there. I like that. Yeah. Cause I'm a person that, uh, I don't get involved with, with politics, you know, um, I don't really have a strong stance. You don't really see me voice my politics on, on social media or anything like that. Um, and, uh, so even someone that doesn't get involved in this, even I'm like being affected because like, I can't stop thinking about it. Cause you know, I mean, it's a big deal when a huge group of, of protesters raid your country's capital, like, and it's, yep. um, it's your like fellow Americans, like, you know, it's uh scary and it doesn't matter like what type of protester it is. Like, it's still scary. Yep. Um, and doesn't make it right for, for anyone. So, yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> so crazy, but yeah, man, um, it's a,
2: uh, you know, I, I, I'm one of those firm believers that I'm, I went to school for very briefly for political science when I went before I dropped out to join a punk band and the rest is mm-hmm. history. But, uh, <laughs> um, but I, I'm, I'm a firm believer of the idea that you, we can say we're not political, but every decision that you make, it does have a political connotation. Um, I think people mix that and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm not judging Mm -hmm. people for that, but it's, I think people mix that up with having to take a team or taking a side or taking some Mm -hmm. sort of, of stance. Um, 99% of people that I know are, are, are nothing would not believe in the political, the idea, the political spectrum that we sort of follow right now, the with between the right and left. It's so being, Mm -hmm. I've never heard so many right and left things too. Even when I was in political science until like the last five years, It seems Mm -hmm. like it's like, oh, you shop there oh you must be a libtard Oh you shop there or you must be a right wing. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm just getting a coffee. Yeah. I don't even consciously think about it. Yes. So you know what I mean? So now it's everything's politicized to the point where it's just like it doesn't mean anything anymore. Yes. And there's also I I feel like a kind of freedom in that that's going to come out of that but that when everything becomes ridiculous, it has to start over again because there's Mm -hmm. nothing to react against. Right yeah so if you're if we're going to politicize what toothbrush I wear or or buy or what t-shirt I wear or everything like that, like it, most people that I know, like I said again, don't believe in that. You know, they mm-hmm. they don't think about that. There's not a conscious decision. I have friends that you know, I, I I manage I'm a manager at a music store, and I have a you know wide variety of customers. Some are you know, would identify as super left wing. some identified as super conservative or whatever you want to call it every single one of them is wearing a mask. You know what I mean? Every, everyone's like, they can have the perspective on it, but the, it, it doesn't have, they all fall in this sort of sliver in the middle, right? Nobody's mm-hmm. like this one guy is just like, well, I believe in the oil patch and I believe in this. And you'd be like, well, he's got to be right wing, but he also has, you know, a daughter who's environmental scientist or has sort of, you know, this other side of him too, that leans him over to another side. So they're all these just weird, you know, homogenizations of, of, of different ideologies. They're not, Oh, you're fucking this or you're fucking that. Like it's just it's 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 crazy. But I mean it, it will get to the point where it's just like if we split everything into teams, then it's gonna get boring. Right. That and have I, nothing I, to fight I, against. So
0: I, I think what what's happened today in America is is a perfect example of the both of the major parties completely failing americans you know because um, I, I i don't i do not officiate myself with any party you know i am i, I can't am...
2: believe you only have a two-party system it's it's insane even as is is as... <laughs> silly is our goofy canadian colored money fucking parliamentary system we have <laughs> but i always use those analogies it's like our parliament's just like our money it's all different colors yeah because we all have all the different parties right and they're all different parts of all different parts of the political spectrum yeah but it, it's just insane to me because nobody's one or the other man exactly like, wait, it's, that's
0: it's, that's the problem i have with it i am not a republican i'm not a democrat no why I should am, you be
2: those are archaic yeah. terms that mean nothing anymore clearly yeah
0: they just, it doesn't make sense. I mean, there are actually, believe it or not, um, there are more than two parties, but those two take, they take, they, yeah, they take center stage. They're the only (laughs) ones that, that get the eye, you know? Um, And that's all you hear night and day on the news. Well, the Democrats want this and Republicans want this and they're fighting over it. And it's just like, what the fuck is this? You know, let's, (laughs) <laughs> let's let's put that shit away and let's just get shit done <laughs> it's just yep. and that's what i i think that's why people on on both the 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 far left and the far right they're so they're so angry and they're so fueled and they're so fr- frustrated because they're just so i don't know it i just i can't i i think like i said i think this just really just shows that this two-party thing ain't working out
2: just <laughs> start with man you could start yeah. we, we're going to start one in canada i mean there's other guy i work with we're going to call it the factual utilitarian caucus <laughs> of canada so fuck for short <laughs> so the fuck party of canada and everything's just going to be based on it's like yeah it's just like well we should do this but now nah, it doesn't matter it's like what's pragmatic what's what's practical what makes sense what's logical that's what we're doing
0: Yeah, it's all these motives and that that fuel these things. It's ridiculous. So I like that. Well, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) you'll have to change that uh, that
2: anagram a little bit for the stage. I'm sure you'll come up with something good. Yeah, you can work anal in there somewhere like that. America, American National uh, um, um, Association of Leftists. I don't know. No, that doesn't work. Oh my god. Yeah, I just so uh, libtards. No, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and my, na- I just, my neighbor called me that one time and I was just like, he I called like you he, a libtard. Yeah, he was having a bad day and he's wearing, he's one of those uh-huh. guys that like puts like, I love Alberta oil and has like camo and wears mm-hmm. it like 24 uh-huh. 7. He got mad at my my dog barking and I was just like, hey man, just chill out. And he's just like, whatever, libtard. I'm just like, fucking part of me says libtard to you. And like, I actually challenged him and he didn't, and, and it was fine. We ended up having a normal conversation and then you, kind of said, sorry, but kind of didn't, but it was uh yeah. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm offended by that. And she's just like, why? I'm just like, well, my, my wife's uncle's mentally handicapped. So, I mean,
0: there's one reason. He, yeah. There's the like, first hey, reason. Well,
2: that's, and that's the only reason I went with
0: that. Oh, that's like, that's gotcha. how you have
2: that conversation. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, the point yeah. you can't, you, if someone's going to be that ridiculous, I will be ridiculous too, but I'm not going to engage you on the thing that you want me to engage you on. I'm going to engage you on like, Hey, what's over there? Hey, hey, what's this? Hey, look, look, over here. Yeah, I know you want to look at this. Look, the same way I handle my dogs. You know, you got a dog.
0: Like, <laughs> I was just going to say, it's, like, I feel like you're hey, talking hey, to a dog right hey, now. Hey,
2: <laughs> don't say that about retarded people. I can't say that. That's brutal. Oh,
0: yeah. man. Well hey jay this has been fun um we've gone all over the place and you i absolutely sure have. love I've it i've probably offended like a good
2: good slice of your audience so that's always a good productive podcast oh
0: uh, hey you know i mean hopefully i i doubt i doubt i that, said at the beginning but... i
2: was a poser i covered all <laughs> all avenues so anything after that it's like good and fair right? oh man or something sure there's a law about that or something like that i'm sure there
0: is too but um, (laughs) it's fair
2: use (laughs) Throw that in there sometimes every time i can throw that in fair (laughs) use
0: (laughs) but the the important thing is is that people support the fizz gigs and uh it doesn't matter what political uh you know faction you associate yourself with kids help phone is a great organization and should be supported by everyone they're just gonna Um, hear
2: you out that's so you know they're just gonna hear you out
0: yeah. Don't worry so, about being
2: judged. Don't worry about being stupid, sounding silly. They don't know you. It's anonymous. They're never going to figure it out. You need to talk to someone.
0: Reach out. And what is the the direct link to because the it's the if you buy the hit or miss EP, you're going to directly fund uh, Kids Help Phone, right? Yes. So basically, okay.
2: if you any any time that you're streaming or if you buy the songs or if whatever platform you're using, all the proceeds are going towards the Kids Help Phone.
0: Okay, cool. So we're
2: not we're not lining our coffers with gold like we usually do,
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, spending it on on hockey games.
2: Yeah, it's in Timmy Ho's, man. It's in Timmy holes. Get some fucking Timmy holes in you. <laughs> I have I have one question of you before you go because I have an argument <laughs> with my wife, and this is might be a Canadian thing. I don't want you to settle a debate. So
0: yeah, okay, let's do have it. Have you
2: ever heard the term "give her a little right nut"? I don't know if. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. See, okay, maybe it's a Canadian thing because I, I I busted out the other day. So I, uh-huh. I had this I have this thing about commercials about cleaning products because uh-huh. every time it's a cleaning product and they're trying to show you what what you know how it works, it's like uh-huh. a fucking disgusting bathroom. Like, when have you ever left your bathtub with a black ring around it or like your fucking shower curtain is like brown and they always show it, like, look how good it works. It's like, who the fuck are these people? They're not fucking heathens <laughs> that live like this. Anyway, I'm watching one of these commercials and I'm watching the guy and he's just like trying, and he's just like, Oh, see, it's not working. If only there's something better. And I'm like, I'll just fucking give her a little right nut. And my wife just started busting up. She's like, I've never heard that before. What are you talking about? I was like, Yeah, I'll give her a little right nut. She's like, What the fuck are you talking about? And we had, she's like, That's not a thing. And then I asked, you know, four or five of my friends were like, No, of course, man, fucking give her right nut. Give her a fucking <laughs> little right nut. Give her a little <laughs> stank, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I've never. So, I have never heard of that, but it's fucking hilarious. So though. I did a little research,
2: and i again. I will wrap this up quickly. I did. I did oh, a little no, research, fine. and right nut. So if you think about it, when you turn up the volume on the stereo, uh huh, you're turning it to the right.
0: Oh, you are
2: always turning it up. So if you want to give it volume, yeah. you want to give it some more. Uh, you want to give it some more. Shit, you know, uh-huh. give it, you're gonna give it some right nut. So if you're skating on the ice, you got fucking stick on the ice. You're fucking cherry picking, going for the net. You fucking give her a little right nut. (laughs) Anyway, apparently it's a Canadian thing. So you can, you can take that one. You can spread the gospel to all all different political factions of your country. All two of them. And you can uh, let them know, spread the gospel.
0: I'm just going to say, maybe we should end this by saying uh, Democrats and Republicans, they just need a, how, how do you say it? A little fucking right nut. A little fucking right nut, man. Yeah. A little fucking they, chainsaw
2: pop and a little fucking right nut. Little <laughs> fucking both. lumberjack and a little fucking jackal, <laughs> fucking mix her all together in a pot, like, and fucking gets her done.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to start. I'm gonna, I should like include that on every single episode <laughs> of Pop Punk and Pizza. That's just gonna, it's gonna open that way and it's gonna end that way.
2: Funny That's thing gonna, about it, we never talked about pizza after all that.
0: No, we didn't get yeah. to the pizza. We brought I love it up, pizza. But... I'm
2: going to wrap it up in 30 seconds here. I love pizza. I am a guy that likes pineapple and pizza. I know I'm a fucking weirdo. Um, I Chicago deep dish is my favorite kind of pizza. I don't like the nice. flatbread pizza. I think it's fucking stupid. It's not a fucking pizza. It's a fucking crepe with toppings on it. I don't want to fucking eat that. I want a fucking pizza. And uh, square is usually better than round because you have a more even division of the actual pieces and it's easier to eat. And... um. um a little bit of olive oil on the ball in the panel so it gets in that nice brown Ooh. and i always love baking cheese on top of it so you bake it you mm. put the cheese on top once and you put another layer on it and then you broil the top and bake that top there oh, nice man. and uh, crusted on top so there, there's my <sighs> pizza dude,
0: so sounds, gonna dude that with that that sounds so good right now damn totally it just, now i want <laughs> to go get some pizza man i was like where should we go get some Should pizza? we should go get some za uh Right, <laughs> give, her, give her a right nut or whatever. Have some I'm, fucking right nut and get some, give fucking, some za. fucking right nut and get some saw. Fucking uh, hit some saw. All right, man. Cool, <laughs> man. Anyway,
2: it was a pleasure meeting you. It was, I, it was I, a pleasure a, meeting you too, Jay. I'm sorry for the rantiness, and I hope no. that everybody uh, takes it takes it with a grain of salt because in Canada we love everybody. So just remember oh, that. Yeah.
0: Yeah no no you're all good yeah
2: well even if i'm not whatever so
0: what do you all gonna right do? man, well, man. Uh, have
2: a have a great night yeah you too man it's nice meeting you <laughs> nice meeting you too cool see ya
0: <laughs> see ya was a blast i honestly had a lot more fun talking to jay than i thought i would you honestly just never know how conversations are gonna go i mean i don't know i didn't really know much about jay until i talked to him so pretty much a complete stranger ended up being such a great hilarious conversation so i hope you enjoyed it as well and it was really interesting to, to uh, get a canadian's perspective on the united states government so thank you to jay of the fizz gigs for being on the podcast today and shout out to melanie kpr for setting up the interview if you'd like to buy the hit and miss ep we were talking about go to fizzgi.gs or go to fizzgigs.bandcamp.com and all proceeds from the EP are going towards Kids Help Phone, which is can, uh, Canada's only 24-7 e-mental health service offering free confidential support to young people. A great cause that I'm so proud that we are supporting. I definitely uh, bought the EP from Bandcamp. It is available on all streaming platforms as well. So even if like you just stream the hell out of it on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever it is, Um, All those stream numbers are going to turn into dough, turn into money to go towards Kids Help Phone in Canada so um, I'm really really glad the band is doing that and happy to support them as they do it so today's episode has been sponsored by melodic punk band Hangtime you've heard me talk about them for quite a few episodes now their vinyl LP I've been telling you about is finally out now I just ordered my copy a few days ago and I cannot wait to get it if you're in Canada get yours at dentalrecordscanada.bigcartel.com if you're in the U.S. like me, you can hit up say dash the number 10, not the word 10, but just one and zero dot com. And uh, one of the catchiest songs you're going to hear on this record by Hangtime is Too Many Days. Too many days, too many nights, oh,
1: I to sleep alone. Too many days,
0: Sponsor Hang Time with their song Too Many Days. Please support them. Show them lots of love because they've been a a really great sponsor of Pop Punk and Pizza podcast for the last month and a half. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Hangtime Band. They're on all streaming platforms, and you can also find their music at hangtimeband.bandcamp.com. I'm Jacques Lamour. It was a ton of fun being here with you on Pop Punk and Pizza today. Don't forget to catch up on previous episodes. You can buy merch, submit your bands and music. For consideration, sign up for our mailing list. By the way, which uh, anyone who signs up for our mailing list in the month of January gets entered for a chance to win a Pop Punk and Pizza hoodie. By the way, um, and you can sign up for that and so much more at poppunkpizzapod.com. Now, if you do, just go ahead and and you want to buy merch, uh, make sure you use that promo code pop punk for two dollars off your order. You can also subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. Please leave a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you can. It really does go a long way at spreading the word about the show. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at pop punk pizza pod also don't forget to leave me your voicemails as well because i'm going to be uh i'm going to start playing them back on the podcast i said i was going to do that today and honestly i forgot so i promise we're going to get to that uh the next episode which is going to be in, in just a couple days so send those uh questions comments concerns grievances whatever the heck you want to call them whatever it is that you want to say to three one two five two nine zero three 335. Again, our voicemail, 312-529-0335. And uh, talk to you in just a few days on Thursday, this Thursday, January 14th, when weatherworn from Virginia joined me on the podcast. So lots of love to you. Hey,
1: hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza